0: Just like that, they buy it. They eat it up. You pander to them, you thank them. I mean, really. People, I thought you were a little bit smarter than that. I mean, it's just so easy to say the name of the city. You cheer. Hey, Stephanie, Stephanie, just just, come on. Welcome to the A Show. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Welcome, everybody, to the A-Show with the Kings of Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am Justin, and I am joined by Meals. What's going on, Um, Everything's cool, man.
1: Like, you know, just out here enjoying professional wrestling as it is for the last week or so. Uh,
0: Very, very contemptuous week in pro wrestling.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, really, right? (laughs) Like...
0: But I mean, there was there is one positive thing that came out this week, and that is the the A Show channel is live. We are now reporting to you guys, no longer shackled by RNC Radio. (laughs) Not we have our own channel now. That's
1: one of those jokes that people are not gonna feel like it's joke.
0: Yeah, they're gonna be like, "Ah," oh, <laughs>
1: you're gonna Mark is gonna hit us up like twenty minutes, and we're just like an hour later. And like, you like, don't like us, bro. <laughs> yeah, or something along those lines. Like those are the jokes. I I love RNC. We're still RNC to the fullest. We're just. Cheers. Exploring a new channel for professional wrestling. I mean, quite honestly, the habits of people who who don't love professional wrestling. I mean, so the habits I've always intersected with, especially with two belts, because with two belts, I used to do a lot of wrestling things. We used to do a lot of wrestling things before and then we just stopped because it was either people were like, oh, you guys are a wrestling podcast and never tuned in. Or people like, where the hell's more wrestling? I'd I'd rather you guys talk about that. So, there's the lines between like the culture, the hip hop culture, and everything that we kind of talk about on the other shows, even nerd culture and anything, and professional wrestling just never seemed to cross ever in life, ever. Right, right. Um, So that's why, I mean, uh, that's what it even seems like a great idea to, you know, just bring out this new channel. And so everyone, you know, we got all the wrestling content that you love right here and you're able to subscribe for it and you get to be a full fledged wrestling podcast Mm -hmm. um, without any of the other shows kind of, you know, um, intersecting. And, you know, even that, it it gives us a chance to be more creative with the content. Like, I don't think we're just going to, you know, continue. We might can bring more than just the a show to this channel quite oh, honestly yeah.
0: yes we we're we've already kind of soft announced it but spot callers with myself and cyrus will be on this channel and uh i i guess we could say like here like we are actively looking for shows we're looking for content for this new channel we we want to get uh more you know people of color on this network that have to talk about pro wrestling. And that is if it's like quick show recaps or things of that nature, like things that talk about uh, Japan or, or uh, European wrestling, UK wrestling, like if that is your thing, you know, let us know, uh, hit, hit us up at, on Twitter at OG Johnny five or at Mills TV. And, you know, send us, send us through a, a, like a quick little demo or tell us what you guys are, are looking for and we can, we can get it started. Like we want the A show to just be more, uh, more than just a vessel for us. It's a vessel for what we've been trying to talk about since literally we started a year ago. And that is being a, a haven for everybody like us that love this business and love this, you know the sport as Tony Schiavone would say and mm-hmm. and lo- and love to talk about it you know right. uh, we also have another announcement here this is pretty exciting so this is our first this is our, our first episode of the new show or on the new state or uh, the new uh, channel and we have our first like kind of big event happening next month uh mills we we have a something that we're calling Mark Madness the best of the decade tournament what we're we're, we're going to be doing all March we're going to announce our uh it's kind of like a, our March Madness thing right it's pretty much like march madness
1: except with a much better much more marketable name for professional wrestling um <laughs> so i'll give that all to you because when you came up with it it was pretty genius um hey man you know it's, we're,
0: we're, we're uh we're one brain
1: i i mean we we always in the you know the business we're creating more exciting content especially when a lot of wrestling podcasts are kind of just like you know they tend to follow in the same sort of formula and same sort of fashion you kind of get these stories and you kind of get you know recaps of various eras like that no we want to integrate yourselves into it and your thoughts into it, and we also want to produce amazing shows. Um, Mark Madness will be, Mark Madness' best of the decade will be a 32 WWE superstar tournament. That means WWE superstars only. Uh, we flirted with the idea of maybe things outside, we figured it might be too, you know big or maybe way too big (laughs) way way too bloated a lot of different things so maybe we'll come back to that another time so we're gonna go with the wwe superstars and considering that this decade is practically over i mean i can it's probably like 93 percent over we want to recap or we want to talk about and we want to present who is Or at least settle the dispute of who is the superstar of the decade in WWE. And then, and we have 32 superstars. We have not picked them yet, but I'm sure we will field 32 superstars. And on March 4th, Monday, March 4th, the entire, you know, we will begin the first round. And the first round of voting will go to you guys. And, you know, the first round of voting will be you can follow us on RNC Radio Live to figure out how you can vote. Um, but the first round will be dedicate will be given to you guys in terms of determining who gets out the first round and even the second round as well. Um, the second yeah. round. Um, when we get down to those quarterfinals, the semifinals, the finals, we will have a special episode, possibly featuring a brain trust, possibly featuring us. We we haven't figured out all the details yet, but we're, you know, we're looking into that to bring an amazing show. Mm -hmm. And we will determine who is the superstar of the decade. I'm interested. I'm interested because there's a lot of
0: names out there. It's going to be huge. And I really want to get everybody involved. Um, I want everyone to kind of like, Think about it. This is 10 years. You know, it's 10 years. Like, a lot of things have happened. To, that means that Punk is eligible. That punk means eligible. That Cena is eligible. Uh AJ Styles is eligible. AJ Styles, Roman Reigns,
1: uh, you know, even, you know, Finn Balor, Sami Zayn, potentially. I mean, Kevin Owens. I mean, we're just throwing these off the top of our head, but these are people. Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar has been someone who's been in here the entire, almost practically the entire decade, um, way longer than we thought he had any right to be, honestly, in this <laughs> decade. But, you know, he's here. We have Daniel Bryan, whose entire run, he he, the man rose to prominence, retired, and then came back from the dead all in the same decade. Um, so well, it's, it it's a, yeah, it, it it's really something that kind of just makes us take a look back at the, you know, the, the, the 2010s, which are... It's kind of a weird decade, especially not just in, you know, wrestling, but in pop culture. Because how do we classify it? Do we classify the 90s? Do we classify the 2000s? 2010s are going to be something that we kind of have to get used to, especially heading into 2020 next year. But yep. Mark well, Madness, yeah, is it's, it's, the tournament. It's
0: going down. It's going down. It's uh, going down. I, I think we have one more announcement, uh, I guess, that we will be having uh, Kazim. From formerly of WWE, a friend of the show, will be joining the show next month as well.
1: Yes. I mean, major news. I mean, we talked about him on AEW Watch last week. But, you yeah, know, we did. Um, Maybe we major... can get the
0: scoop on that. Uh, who knows? I mean, scoops galore,
1: you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we'll definitely talk about that. Um, I know, you know.
0: There's a lot of things people want to know. Uh he'll actually be on the uh on the Russell rap podcast this weekend yes, he will. Uh, so I'm definitely gonna have my ears glued to that and I guess anything that, that Emilio doesn't doesn't ask or, or talk about we're gonna we'll which I find
1: hard which I find hard to believe because he's pretty thorough in everything that he does but I
0: told him definitely... to leave
1: some for us I told him to leave some for us okay good all right well you know some scoops for everybody. You know what I'm saying? And,
0: and I got to, sh- I got to shout out Kaz because he sees, I mean, he dead ass said it. He said it straight to me. He's like, there's no way that I was going to give, uh, you know, an interview to anyone else, but Russell rap in the a show. And I appreciate that from him. That's amazing. That's amazing. So you can look forward to that next
1: month as well. And yeah, we're heading into WrestleMania season. Everything's looking grand. Everything's looking spectacular. Everything looking great.
0: Yep. So let's get right into No Holds Barred and uh, our AEW watch for the week. Very funny AEW watch. It's, just, it's getting real funny. I'll say uh, that the right. fact that this has gone on for more than two weeks is just
1: <laughs> a testament to like, one, us, two, <laughs> two, the wrestling business and the dire need for another place to work, apparently, that isn't Impact Wrestling. Um, but listen, AEW watch still thriving, still amazing. Like, you know,
0: let's uh, see how it goes. So, uh, pretty much. Uh, Ty Dillinger. Well, I'll start off with, you know, the top news of the week. Top news, baby. Perfect. Ty, news. Dillings, Ty Dillinger requests his release from the WWE. He announced it uh, yesterday on Twitter, on the notes app of all places. It's super lengthy. I don't even know if I read the whole thing. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Uh, this is, this comes after, I mean, we rumored it a couple weeks ago on AEW watch and it looks to be true. He is leaving. He, he, he requested his release on his birthday. So, I mean, I, that was super, I guess, uh, Meaningful for him, I suppose. Uh, Ty Dillinger, a guy who I mean, keep it 100. like he wasn't a guy that I actually ever thought to be anything more than what he was. I mean, I a lot of people called for him to be, you know, this big guy on the main roster. He came out of the Royal Rumble at number 10. And I couldn't tell you who were those people, but yes. There, uh, <laughs> people there are people online that really want <laughs> Gavin Spears <laughs> to be.
1: Damn, bro! Why you gotta bring up old old news like that? Why you bringing up old stuff like that? Fuck Talking about Gavin Spears, me? baby. Come on. Well, listen. Uh, well, will listen. Ty, Dill- Ty Dillinger's WWE career has spanned, I guess, the you know at least. Two Damn different weird. decades. Yeah, two
0: different decades. I mean, he was there with uh with Cody in... and in, uh OVW
1: the mid two thousand. I actually remember that feud because him and Cody were a tag team. They were OVW OV, OV, tag team champions. They eventually broke apart. Um, Sean Spears ended up being like the heel of OVW, and he actually worked pretty well. But I think he worked because Cody was actually. Pretty good at his job. Yeah. um did, did, First of all, I'm looking back at those. You look back at those tips. I'm wondering now: Did, did Cody get a like a face job or a nose job? Oh, he's him?
0: he looks not only like he's like super ripped and, and on cycle, but also like he's been going to see Doctor Miami.
1: Oh yeah, his face is different. His face is different. Something different about that. Either way, the veneers, way. the veneers, and all that. Ty Dillinger. Um, you know, he was eventually re-signed to the NXT brand and he rose to prominence for his gimmick, The Perfect Ten, which actually, you know, got him a minor bump in terms of his career. And it's probably the highlight of his career thus far um, that, you know, did not translate over to the main roster. And that, you know, it's re- kind of recent why he decided, listen, I, I want to request my release. He's following in the steps of um, what's our good friend, the former New Japan U.S. champion.
0: uh, uh Former New Japan. Oh, oh,
1: Juice. Juice. Oh, he is. Yes, yeah. Juice Robinson. He actually is New Japan US champion, right?
0: Yeah, he I believe he's yes, he still is. He still is. All right, well. Yeah, <laughs> I mean you're good. You're good, man. Yeah. you do watch you do
1: watch uh <laughs> New Japan oh, Pro Wrestling. Oh, sorry, IWGP US champion. Oh my god. Well that's you know all what? right. Same I'll shit. give myself a pat on the back. I'll I'll Same give myself a pat on the back anyway. But yes, um, potentially following in his footsteps and who knows I mean, what
0: I mean, it's cool. That's, that's okay. I mean, I mean, if he goes to AEW, whatever, I don't think that like anything changes there. I I think it's still the same essentially experience with him. Um, I never saw him as anything more than a mid card, a good hand. I I, I, like, listen, if he sees more for himself, more power to him. But again, like the way I felt about these guys leaving, fuck them. Like go, (laughs) like, go ahead and go. Like, I I, I I feel nothing. I feel um, nothing.
1: I don't really feel anything, quite honest with you. I woke up and I was like, "Huh, okay." I mean, I can see it, yes, you know, but you know. Whatever. do you think? Do you think? Do you yeah. think? I'm just get saying, you get know, whatever. get
0: whatever and she's still in. You know what? Let me. Oh, that's what let's save that. Let's save that. Let's save that. Let's save that. Let's, okay. Let's save that. Uh, next up, The Undertaker. Was announced for Starcast this week. Uh, he's taking his first non WWE booking. He will be uh, doing a meet and greet signing, I believe, at Starcast too. Um, you know what, <sighs> The Undertaker. I got no words for this guy. I mean, pretty much, it's it's like I I don't. Here's the thing. I'm not saying he's broke, but I know that is like. Does he just he, need something to do? He can't, broke. he can't be broke.
1: He's he's been wrestling for the last thirty years in the in the biggest company
0: on earth. I mean, in the biggest wrestling company on earth. There's no way that he can be broke. Um, what do you think he's like doing this for? Is is it just because he wants to just do things on his own? Like he's he's got a booking info in his fucking. I mean, IG. Did you did you see the Bad Bunny video he did today? Well, yes, that was. Hello, hey, Bad Bunny. <laughs> I think you should do that last show in Puerto Rico, and then like the, the, the <laughs> yo, that was pretty good.
1: <laughs> that was pretty good. Damn. All right, I got spooked hey, for a second. Bad Bunny. <laughs> all right, all right, don't cut it out. <laughs> I'm spooked. Um, Bad Bunny. But the Undertaker, yes. Um, why do I think he's doing it? Ah, uh, everybody does it. I think
0: getting hustled. Like yo, Conrad and him getting hustled. They could the just bag let, is big enough. They could have just flew us out. Just gave us a room and, and a flight. We would have been mean, straight. I mean. You know what? You know what's funny? You know what's that's funny? That's not happening. You know what's funny? Conrad said it, right? A couple weeks ago, Conrad was like, yo. And, and I and I purposely, you know this, I purposely didn't say anything on the show or on Twitter. I purposely didn't say anything. But I got to say it now. Conrad was like, yo, what, what's one thing? What, what's one group of people or a podcast I'm not the really, you know, I haven't, you know, haven't announced yet. They haven't been on Starcast too, you know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to make sure everybody's represented. How many people in that thread say a show? Mad people in that thread say a show.
1: Even B even had the big Kaz himself. drop. Kaz the a, said, a, show. a show
0: when he was still at WWE. Kaz said yeah. a show. Listen, uh, uh, no, uh Greg, stock guy Greg said a show. Um, mad people say a show. I I ain't get no DM. I ain't get no DM, baby. Come on. I ain't get that DM for you, sure. You invite, you invite an undertaker. But you, I mean, you paying him, whatever, like, all we saying is like, yo, can you just extending and like say, yo, we got a, We got a spot for you if you can come out. You feel me? Like, just you ain't even say nothing.
1: The Undertaker is just, you know, how do you, how do you feel? This happened essentially the news broke literally the day we posted the podcast. So we weren't able to hop on it. But um, how do you necessarily how do you feel like Vince McMahon feels about this?
0: He should feel betrayed. I don't. Th- I don't see. I don't think there's anybody in this fucking world that would like side. That could side with this hoe shit. If they side him with it, they a, they a hoe. Like, especially,
1: especially on the heels of you know Chris Jericho.
0: Yeah, you know,
1: yeah. AEW like, bound all his superstars. Well, not all his superstars, but the ones who want to leave. At least being like maybe AEW's throwing the bag at me in a different you know different light, different manner. I mean, he's a. Th- there's been conversations now of him. You know. WWE trying to renegotiate Dean Ambrose so he potentially doesn't go to AEW. There's you know the Usos contract still up in the air, you know, a lot of different things. Like, yeah, I I
0: mean, but here's the thing, like Vince should totally feel he's completely justified. Like, he made this guy. And the thing is, it's like even the optics is all wrong. Like, I could see if it was Russell Khan. You know what I'm saying? This ain't just no Russell Khan. Like, this is Starcast. You know what this is, you know what you're doing. You know what you're doing that's some whole shit like you know you and it's the it's the middle of, and like even through the attitude era all that other shit they held they held him down bro you know what i'm saying like that's some whole shit like that that shit makes me look at Undertaker a little bit different like even if it was just about the street that was what like five six years ago at this point like come on bro like that shit to me just saying it's not a hundred i don't know all the story i'm i'm gonna admit to say that but like at the end of the day from what it looks like to me it's like yo you made all of your bread at this one company. They they looked out for you. They put you over people that they put you over at people for twenty one years, right? Free. They put you over people at the biggest show of, of, of the year. Twenty one year, twenty years in a row, whatever. Twenty years in a row. Come on, my, Come on, G.
1: Like that's not feel, right. I, I will feel more betrayed if he ended up showing up at like double or nothing. In terms of just star cast, I don't. I don't know. It's the optics, though.
0: It's the optics. I don't.
1: Yeah, I, I, I understand. I understand. Yeah, it's It, the it is definitely the optics. Yeah, it's, it's like
0: it's like there's an AEW shit right Because they right they down know right
1: they know what they're doing, even though they're saying that the two aren't affiliated, but they are. Like All they right, are though.
0: Go, go, invite some. Invite some real. Invite some real ones.
1: They are affiliated. They get Fuck that. They are like you know, Starcast is an AEW event. Well, the only two times Starcast has happened is at AEW events. So, to say that they're not really affiliated with one another and, you know, it's kind of, you know, trying to float around these certain words. But yeah, I I could see it. The Undertaker, the optics of it all, it just doesn't seem right. Um, But, you know, old man got to get that bag, bro. You got bad hips.
0: What does he need? What does he need?
1: His hip don't work. You know?
0: They let him beat John Cena in three seconds last year.
1: His hip don't work. His hip don't work, bro. His hip don't work. You want him to do. That's some whole shit.
0: Uh, Bad Bunny. Oh, God. <laughs> um, Rikishi uh, went on Instagram after Elimination Chamber uh, the last weekend and, and commented on the USO status, saying, uh, hashtag free agents or not. Uh, with a really lengthy... He's too old to be leaving an Instagram comment that goddamn long.
1: First of all, he too old to be, you know...
0: He get not in, even their in the,
1: business. Yeah, get in their business. Mind your business, old man. Come on. Talk about that. Come on. Talk about yourself. What you up to? Are, are you a free agent? What are we doing here? Come on. What are you, mind your business. That's what I'm, I'm pretty sure they said. Daddy, you could chill. Chill, daddy. Come on. Relax. Relax.
0: We we got this. We got this. Like, grown way too we grown men. Way too hype. Like, sit you your better ass. back up. You hey hey. Better back up. Better back up. <laughs> Listen. Bad
1: we got to talk about the news. We got to talk about the news. of the That also reported literally after we put out the show is yeah. that the Usos got in a little altercation with the feds. Listen, <laughs> apparently, Naomi was driving the wrong way down a one-way street. Uh-huh. I don't know where she was at. <laughs> I don't know uh-huh. what she was doing. But she yeah. wasn't driving on the right side of the street, and you know, cops. Apparently, what the cops did is they called pull over, and they got into an altercation. You know what? You know, you know what Jimmy Uso did. He what? hashtag squared up, baby.
0: He squared up. He said, "Hey, hey, police, know, back up, <laughs> you
1: back up, baby." <laughs> listen, listen, and then after elimination chamber, dropping the impassioned promo. Uh huh. The, the the promo of the century. It's a, almost my brother's keeper. Almost, you know, man. This was practically practically playing in the background. I'm a, I'm gonna I'm show you what was playing in the background.
0: Right. Wow. Uh-huh. This
1: was playing in the background. You know yeah. what the time?
0: Hey, Oosh, you know what it is, Ooze. <laughs> <laughs> we out here. We still here, We still heard, I might have been, been a little team twisted.
1: Team. Listen, <laughs> listen. they had that Roddy Rich plane blasting all weekend, man. They knew what time it was. They hey, said down, down below, man. Came from the bottom. Down below. That's what the Uso said. That's what the six, Uso's
0: telling Six-time champions.
1: Six-time champions. They try to keep us down. They try to talk all the mess about us. But guess what? We here. And that's what the Uso does. They arrive. They show up. They do the thing, man. It was very impassioned. I, I sh- Shoot, man it might have been a little real it Might have been too it, real. it's too real you could tell the emotions was real the emotions was real you gotta watch that promo watch it it's on the WWE I'm YouTube mean page to, I'm, mean to watch it. I'm sure it's on the I'm sure it's on you know I'm sure it's on the website I'm sure it's on everything you gotta watch that promo because that that promo is passion that promo is real that promo is you can see everything sort of all together and the fact that they still came out on top it's like how can you root against the Usos I bought the shirt off that promo
0: Wow. I bought the shirt. The shirt was hard. The shirt, her, hard. the shirt is hard. The shirt is hard. The shirt right. is hard. The shirt is hard. I bought I the shirt. I'm about the I bought the shirt. Why. Yeah. So uh, it, is speak, it is. Speaking of Elimination Chamber, uh, how'd you feel about the show on Sunday? Oof, okay. Well it, it was an up and down show to me. I, I'm to gonna me, I'm it, it
1: it was everything that we thought it would be.
0: Yeah, print no no real surprises. no uh, thrills, no anything. shrills,
1: no frills. It was It was top to bottom everything that we wanted it to be or that we thought it would be, quite honestly. The only match that truly exceeded expectations to me, Buddy Murphy, Akira Tozawa. I thought that match was incredible.
0: It was a really great match. Uh, Um, They rarely miss. Uh, Buddy Murphy rarely misses.
1: I thought it was Buddy Murphy's quite honestly I thought it was one of his best matches that I've ever, that that I've seen on the, and he's had these great matches with Mustafa Ali but I thought this was one of the best matches he's ever seen
0: yeah
1: he, to me he seemed to be like really cooking and really in his element and really sort of coming in his own and he's as good as he's as good as you know as promoted he's the champion he is what he is so shout out to <laughs> Buddy Murphy um
0: uh, I think <clears throat> I mean Again, like I said, up and down show. Um, as far as like matches to to keep, um, I would keep the women's elimination chamber. It was a little sloppy, but it, it kind of it uh you know brought itself back at the end. Um yeah. I thought it a really, really good moment. The right team won. Obviously, Sasha and Bailey are the first women's tag team champions. Uh really enjoyed like the, the men's the men's elimination chamber to me was match of the night. Uh obviously incredible match. Um, those are those are the two that I would have kept. Uh, if you really want to see Finn Balor win the the IC title, you can you can watch that. It's a really short match, really good match. But like other than that, like a lot of it, you can kind of like toss. To, honestly,
1: yeah. I mean, you know what? Um, Usos winning SmackDown Tag Team Championships. I'm not mad at it. Um, Finn Balor finally winning the big one after after Sam Roberts had the the gall to come out his whatever his mouth is, whatever that face is um had the gall to speak sideways about finn balor about how he can you know win the big one and he, he, he's been known for that a couple of times now like he's been you know it is what it is um but he said that finn balor unless he throws on the paint can't win the big one well guess what he did him finn, finn balor's here he's new intercontinental champion
0: then he, told, then he told him in an interview backstage that he has a Facebook radio, so maybe he should stay there. And I said, yeah. wow, wow.
1: <laughs> Talk about it. Talk about it.
0: Turn all of that up, Finn. Turn it Listen,
1: up. Listen, I hope up. he orders Uber Eats because he's not allowed in catering after that. i tell you that. <laughs> I hope his Uber Eats still works, baby. Come on. Uh,
0: but, uh, yeah, that was Elimination Chamber. Um More on No Holds Barred. Uh, DX was announced for the WWE Hall of Fame, including China this time around. Uh, They're the first, and I'm guessing they're going to be the main events of this Hall of Fame this year in New York. Um, A lot of people feel one way about the China thing. They feel another way about the China thing. Here's my thoughts on the China thing. Talk about it. Her mother came out and said this week that she's ecstatic that China is going to be in the Hall of Fame. That is the only opinion I care about. Anyone else? Fuck off. Her mother wants it. Her mother's cool with it. They cleared it. She's going into the Hall of Fame. That should, that should be the only conversation we have. This is a literal Mark Hall of Fame. It does not matter. At the end of the day.
1: Well, well guess what? Oh, sorry, phone. Oh, um, um, here's how I feel about the situation. Uh, I'm very happy China's in the Hall of Fame. I'm very happy her mother's ecstatic that she's in in the Hall of Fame. Um, whether she's in the Hall of Fame for herself or you know not now, she's in the Hall of Fame at this point. Um, however, it was a WWE's mistake for you know. Not including her sooner, hell yes, it was a WWE's mistake for practically you know ignoring her for 15 years before she died. Yes, it's 100% their mistake, and I hope they, I hope at least one person at least will publicly own up to it that that was a major mistake, especially now that they're promoting the women's evolution and and, and all these other things. But I didn't, I haven't seen before the women's evolution before China died. I never saw a China clip fly across that screen at all. And she's had a great moments and she's had a great, you know, a great career. And, and you know, that's kind of my only gripe with this entire thing. But I'm very glad that she's in the Hall of Fame and I'm glad she's being recognized with D Generation X because that's an iconic group right there. And China was really, when you talk about, you know, the beginning of DX and kind of the, the flavor, that sort of extra spice, that sort of extra, you know, oomph that was brought to it, just China in her presence alone and just her very she's one of a kind you know, ninth wonder of the world. She, she helped propel DX to Shawn Michaels and, in, in Triple H era. And then even, you know, afterwards where you talk about
0: DX 2000 with the Billy guns, road dog, X-Pac, yeah, all I, this. I think that like a lot of, a lot of times Triple H himself, who I think honestly, like him and Stephanie were, I, I really feel as though it was them too mm-hmm. being the reason why it wasn't really like, you know, yeah. But, uh,
1: it, they talked about they talked about pornography and things yeah, like, yeah, that, like that. People like, like that people Google it and it's just like, come on, bro, it's unnecessary. Look unnecessary. at yeah, look at what you got. Like, don't
0: don't give me that. Don't give me that. But uh, we're we're here now. <laughs> I, but here's about like even even without what her mother said you know i it's a great moment they did stick their foot in their mouths but you know what if this is a step towards correcting that and writing that wrong and having her be there i mean even putting her in the games again you know shit small shit like that Dude. matters it, it matters 100 i'm I'm very glad that it, it's happening this way um next up the the Carmela and Corey gray situation you want to talk about this or do you want to just keep
1: well you know, a little messy meals action. Let's let's talk about it. It's so
0: it. I'll, I'll set it up and you, you knock him down uh, on Saturday, I believe uh, early Saturday uh, in, in LA at least um, Corey Grave's ex-wife now ex-wife or soon to be ex-wife posted a picture uh, on her Instagram basically saying she felt betrayed and that uh, you know her husband was cheating on her or had been cheating on her with her daughter's favorite wrestler Carmella. Oof. Uh, of, course this Oof. <laughs> Oof. of course, this sent shockwave. Of course, this sent shockwaves through uh, the wrestling community. Uh, a lot of fingers were pointed unfairly at certain people. Um, uh, messy situation. She posted texts of Corey saying that he, you know, he wanted to kill himself and stuff like that. It just it kind of went beyond what it should have, you know, become. Um, and very bad situation. I, I think. I think Carmella just really. It's kind of like her second time in like a really like contemptuous situation situation like this, right?
1: I mean the big cast thing, you know, the big cast situation. Yeah, is that, that was, what that we're referencing?
0: <laughs> yes. Um,
1: the big cast situation. But she moved on. You know what? Part of me is like if you're if you're moving on from a relationship and you're moving on from, you know, marriage and all the type of things like that, I think you can definitely see other people especially when both of you have considered that this is it this is kaput and you know i'm assuming they've had issues in terms of just their marriage for quite some time and maybe they both had decided to separate i don't know right but um this entire situation was messy i mean it was (laughs) talk about it it was i mean the entire timeline talking about it entire i mean
0: you know, it's, it's a... Here's my thing with Corey Graves. my thing with Corey Graves? It was really, like, obvious that there was something going on with this guy personally. <laughs> like, But it's also, like, people were acting like the wrestling business is this clean, squeaky clean, wholesome-ass industry where people don't have sex with each other and people don't do this type of shit all the time. There was a video that everyone was crowding around where xavier woods and I Paige mean, we're doing something real bad we're doing <laughs> something NXT, bad shout out to NXT, brad maddox to the nxt women's title no so, i mean stop, don't put Xavier acting. in that
1: that was brad maddox and Paige. Well,
0: okay all right but he was in some of those videos it's like I mean, come on was, like, it's messy it, it's a messy situation but stop acting like do not point your fingers at carmella and shit like that like come on Pro wrestling
1: is it, I I don't want to call it an industrious family, but it's the same, it's it's one of those things where it's like these are the only kind of people who understand the life you live. So largely you're only really around those people. And there are a lot of relationships in professional wrestling. I mean, you talk about, you got the Buddy Murphy, Alexa Bliss, you talk about Ty Dillinger and Payne Royce. Now we're hearing about, you know, um, uh, Zelina and, and, and Alistair Black getting married and things like that. We, you know, there's some bumblings and rumblings around Charlotte and Andrade. Like it's a it's a real business that you know, a lot of people fall in love that type of way. You're around these people all the time. Yeah. Um, but this situation, I mean, just from the text and, and the public and everything like that. Uh, I'm I'm interested in sort of how Carmela took it. I'm sure Carmella was like, you better fix that, because <laughs> You better fix it. I don't care how. I don't care what you do. I don't do. want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I want to hear it. I got a tag team championship match tomorrow. Better fix it. Fix it. Make it go away. You know? And I'm sure with him, he don't want to be put on blast. Be, you know as scummy as he looks or something like I mean, that. Like,
0: is, yeah, I mean, it's scummy. You got, you got, but the thing is from what uh, I, I believe a uh, pro wrestling sheet reported that, I mean, they had already been going through the uh, the steps of separation. And of course, when you're getting a divorce, you have to be separated for a full year. So it looks as though that had already been happening. Uh, and what set her off was him telling her, her that he was seeing someone else. I don't know right. in what context he was saying it in. I don't know if it was like, ha ha, I'm seeing someone else or saying, you know, we can't have this conversation. I'm seeing someone, but that's what set her off. Uh, I think a lot of people were thinking of it like he was doing it while they were married you right there's a lot of speculation there but it's, it's like a little bray wyatt action Uh, uh-uh. no. yeah but it doesn't seem to be and you know i'm not speaking for it it doesn't seem to be the case here so right. I'm not getting too much deeper into the to the fiasco than that. But uh, you know, I just hope the best and pray for the kids. That's that's what I care about. Pray for that's the what kids. Can I can I
1: make one note? Um, I want to run back to the Uso story for a second in terms right. of just one note. Um, shout out to whatever publication. I forget the publication who said that the Usos got arrested so they could get fired to go to AEW that has to be the dumbest and this is why people don't you know respect pro wrestling media and pro wrestling journalism and all this other stuff like that and that's why people think you know AEW news is all co-opted and AEW news is kind of where you come up with a dumb literal dumb <laughs> the dumbest excuse why people would get arrested and risk their own lives and well-being so, they could get fired and lose their job and their money so they can get hired by another company.
0: That is dumb. So, like, Cody can be like, damn, you didn't have to do all that. <laughs> right. So, uh,
1: come on, man. Like, come on. Oh I want to, I kind of want to find it, the tweet again, because I was pretty mad about that. That was the dumbest explanation I've ever seen in my life. But, you know, you, that type of publication, that type of news outlet don't need. it's poisonous
0: wrestling the discourse this year alone and we called it like even on the first of you know when they announced aew like it's it's poisonous it's very very bad and it's it's being unchecked it's like worse than like cnn being called fake news like this is literally being it's going unchecked because there is nothing like this isn't being reported on espn right or, or even cnn or anything else like that but like you know it's it's literally insane that like no one checks Meltzer or Satin or anybody like this. Like no no one checks them. It's literally it's people journalism. It's literally people journalism. It's it's how it should be kind of, but it's also bad because this is like the bad side of it. It's like you can easily be co-opted.
1: It was I I'll, I'll say this. It was Ringside News. So Ringside News, I hate you because that was I don't know who you hired to do this, but that was the dumbest. That was the dumbest thing. And that was so stupid.
0: Um yeah, very stupid. Uh, one, very one more st- thing on one more thing on Noah's Bart before we Oh go Fox News
1: reported it too? Oh, turn that down. All right, whatever.
0: <laughs> uh, Chris Hemsworth is is uh being looked at, or I guess he signed on. Yes, he signed on to play Hulk Hogan in a Netflix uh biography that is set to uh, start filming very soon.
1: I I Hulk Hogan thought he was because <laughs> Chris Hemsworth, Hulk Hogan, I don't see it. I don't see
0: it. I don't know why this movie has to be made.
1: Yeah, why do we need a biopic for Hulk Hogan? Quite honestly, um, what was what was done? I mean, I granted. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. One of the most recognizable names in professional
0: wrestling history, still. But yeah, but it's like you got to talk about the bad, and I'm not just talking about the steroid trial. Like you got to do all of it.
1: Steroid trial, sex tape, racism. Yeah, all of it. All all of that within years. You know. Thunder in Paradise. You gotta talk about all the bad, baby. Come on, like it's a, it'll
0: it's bad. be. It's all bad. We'll see. But I mean, this is caught off the heels of there being an actual Vince McMahon movie being made, where there could be another Hulk Hogan recast. It so it's gonna be very interesting to see where this leads isn't that, to. How isn't that have, Hasn't that been in production for like a long ass time now? I I hear it's it's gonna happen. Like it's really gonna happen. I don't know if Bradley Cooper's gonna be the guy to be Vince, but I. Think that it will happen? Oh, huh, interesting. Okay, uh, let's run into Raw and SmackDown. Very huge shows. Like I feel like we got two like night after Mania esque shows with really good matches on them. you couldn't tell, you couldn't tell the crowd on Monday night that. Oof. Oh man, this Raw is going to be very rough to get through. Let's let's kind of speed through this one. Uh, this week was a very large change in the way that the main roster does things. Uh, we had NXT call ups as of January which was EC3 uh, heavy machinery. Laura Sullivan was supposed to be part of it. uh Nicky uh, cross and Lacey Evans. Right. So yes. they've been integrated in their own little ways throughout uh, the main roster, whether you like it or don't like it, whatever they're there. Uh, right. inter- intermittently. I think honestly, I think heavy machinery right now looks the best to me as far as being on TV every damn week. I mean, EC, yeah. EC3 can barely get on TV. Like they, they put heavy machinery in everything. It's EC three is a mute for some reason, and that's just. But but we we weird. called this. We said these these guys would be. They just they seem like auxiliary players. They seem like mid carters They got called up. Yeah, I mean, yeah. None of them seem like they were gonna be big cur- time
1: players. You know, main event stars. You know, other than championships or right?
0: other than what they're rumored you know, to be doing with Lacey, which is someone says she's the Roman. They're going to make her the Roman reigns of the division, which I'm like, uh, in the, in the same division as <laughs> big Charlotte, Charlotte? <laughs> oh, big Charlotte, you talking yeah. about that, you talking about, you know, Charlotte going to hit the, the, the six, nine stupid. You're not even yeah. going to get the chance. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh my God.
0: Uh, but yeah, but you know, these call-ups to me are literally, They feel like remember when Finn was announced when Finn was like debuted and he walked walked out and he flexed the jacket and everybody behind him was like, oh, (laughs) shit. Shout out to my man Taku. Like when like Woody sees Buzz Lightyear
1: for the first time, <laughs> that's legitimately how it was. It was, like, it was that that guy looks important. Is what everyone's face. Said.
0: That's what these. That's what these call ups were on Monday and Tuesday. Where it was like these are the shiny new guys that are going to be in the upper upper card
1: immediately. They they preempted the news. They put it on the Twitter. They put it on the website. Like listen, these four these four NXT guys are backstage yucking it up with people on. Uh, on monday night like it made you want to tune in and people yeah. did quite
0: honestly And they did uh the highest the highest rated raw in five months yeah which is incredible i i think this bodes very well for those four guys um let's kind of run through our thoughts on their portrayal of raw um raw was very very much their show i, yeah. I think we can agree on that it was the call it was all about the call-ups on, on raw on on monday Oh, let's kind of give our thoughts on their portrayal. Um, first up, Finn and Ricochet. They they did have a tag match between Bobby Lashley um, and Leo Rush. Uh, Finn, come, you know, hot off of the the IC title win, comes out. He gets rushed by, uh, no pun intended, by Bobby <laughs> and Finn or Bobby and You're Leo. Uh, and Ricochet and Finn have a banger of a match. It went to like three segments. It was like a three segment match. I mean. When you talk about
1: just introducing him and stand, putting him next to Finn Balor, who's a new Intercontinental Champion, is just genius at this point because everyone wants to see Finn. Everyone wants to cheer for Finn. Um, putting Ricochet in that sort of you know avenue to sort of showcase himself, especially against a guy like Leo Rush, and, and, and even more impressive against a guy like Bobby Lashley. Um, the way he came out, Ricochet, out of all these call ups, to me and I'm even talking about even with Aleister Black, has the most upside, potentially. Um, he, he just, to me, everywhere that he's gone, he's been the star of the show. He's been the attraction. He's been, his his acrobatics is one of a kind. His his moves are one of a kind. His Even if he, and people are like, listen, you got to hear him talk on the microphone. His presence alone draws people to him. The mic shit don't matter.
0: Yeah, it don't, Mike shit doesn't. He, he's matter. got it. He's yeah, my shit doesn't matter. Rey Mysterio's never been a great talker.
1: Yeah, Rey Mysterio has it. That's the yeah. difference. That's the difference between people. You want everyone to be the Rock. You want everyone to be, you know, Triple
0: H or something I, like that. I but, would honestly argue. I'd honestly argue that. Like, I feel like Ricochet and Alistair kind of got they're like ricochet got a little bit over alistair on raw yeah. on raw with that crowd like uh, as far as the reaction I, th- I still think alistair got a good reaction I, f- I feel like they and we'll get to that in a second they put him with the wrong guy
1: i think alistair was put with the wrong guy definitely um and, and in the wrong slot of the show quite honestly
0: yeah yeah um so uh, so you know uh, another theme of the show ricochet pinned leo rush so he pinned the main roster guy so you're automatically putting them there where it's like okay they, they're, they're important. They can run. They're not developmental guys. Right. You know, they, they're, they're somebody. So really cool moment there. Then you had DIY versus The Revival, the fucking tag team champions. <laughs> um, my, my thoughts on DIY being on these shows, like I think that you look at Ricochet, larger than life. Alistair, even with his entrance, even before, like with his look, period, larger than life. Yes. I, I feel like DIY, Gargano, and Champa have a very long road. I think I've always felt this way. I think even worse than that is the fact that they are playing their characters in NXT and they have their characters from NXT on the main roster right now. So when you have Gar- uh, Champo come out clearly as a heel and Gargano come out clearly as a face, um it's very jarring. There's a dissonance there that I feel like would be tough for a lot of people um who haven't seen them before, which is the case on Monday to be very, very confused by them. So that happened when, when that happens, you had the match with the rival and it kind of wasn't hot for a while, even though it was a really good match. They didn't get into it until like the last five minutes. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of it had to do with that. And I mean, I'm going to keep it a hundred. Like they're very small. Like they're very tiny guys. <laughs> oh yeah. They're tiny. And I mean, they're on SmackDown they to tiny. Like, yeah. You know. And I thought they, they worked hard, but my thing is like in the main roster, I don't even feel like you look at guys like Finn, like, Finn doesn't work hard. He's got it. You know what I'm saying? Like, he just got that look. They're going to have to work really hard to get over. But, um, you know, they did beat the Revival, at, which I'm surprised they were able to do because, I mean, they just won the titles last week. They beat the Revival on their, their first night on Raw. What did you think about DIY?
1: You know, I thought DIY... Um just the entire thing is confusing based on their story in NXT and how it kind of ignores all of that. Um, And, and maybe not so ignore it, but it's trying to like, it warps the storytelling that we had a little bit on the show. And, and, you know, we're, we're taping this now, this episode now, and I've seen the end of the tapings and, you know, I think they course corrected everything. Let's just say that. Yeah. But, um, it, it, how they looked per se i thought you know you know i thought the crowd really hurt them because i thought if the it the crowd
0: was, hurt everyone on monday it,
1: yeah i thought if, if it was against anyone else they would look like a star but and and right. their sort of appearance it looks like they were fighting for a reaction um from a crowd and and to be honest with you if you if you have to showcase them against anybody i mean the revival they're just they're it right. You're not putting them against the B team or you're not putting them no. against anybody else. You're putting them against the rule. And here's
0: my thing. You're not putting them against them because like you don't see, you don't see DIY uh, realistically like, like um, squashing anybody, you know, no. like you can see that with, in a, in a certain way, ricochet, you can see some squashing someone, you could see Alistair black for sure squashing someone. And I felt as though he should have, but like, you know, it, you know, it was, it's just a weird situation that they got put in there on, on Monday. And I, I'd say that they were my lead. Well, on Mo- Monday they were like my second favorite of the debuts. I'll say that
1: much. I feel like they should not be on the show until whatever they have. I don't think yes. of them should be on the show until whatever yes. they have is finished, because yes. it just, it's it's just throwing everything off so crazy. And especially when you look at these, I mean, you look at this tapings. I mean, you know, the tapings look good, Um, but. Just I don't think they should just be featured until everything. Ricochet and Alistair Black, they don't they don't have as much going on. Um, so I think they can be featured and I think we should sort of move forward with that. But in terms of just like, you know, uh, you know, um Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa, I don't think they should be featured. I think by the time it comes to the shakeup, then we decide what we want to do. And both should be on separate shows. Um
0: hopefully. you see what they did with KO and Sammy. so hopefully. Yeah. Um I I really just see- you know, in the, in the past two days of them being on the show, I see them as tag guys. And I think they need to be face baby face tag team. Same. I mean, same. But <laughs> same. it kind of goes against
1: everything that's happened for the last 18 months in NXT. Like, it goes again. And we're not supposed to. But when you bring the NXT championship into the picture and when you bring the you know North American championship and you know how much of their story is intertwined within those championship belts, it kind of makes you... You don't have. You can't just sit there and have the hard reset. Maybe if you're a casual fan and you don't watch NXT and you're just like, oh, well, oh, oh, those guys must be important. Maybe that's what they're anticipating. But I think they need to give the fans a little bit more credit and have them actually have them invest in the NXT product by going back and looking at these things because it's a it, it, you you get the full depth of character and yeah. and I feel like. Quite honestly, on their main roster, they're just restarting. Yeah, for sure. It's restarting, and you might as well make them faces if we're going to keep them together at this point. But it just looks so weird and looks so not right, and I just think they shouldn't be on the main roster. But, you know, far be it from me to stop them being on Monday Night Raw or, Friday, you know, Tuesday Night SmackDown. Like, this shit is it's a dream, and they made it. Yeah, I mean 205.
0: <laughs> it's still surreal. It's still surreal. Well, I, well, I you know... I think Humberto and people like that will be, but I think that like, I, I think you're wasting a lot if you don't put Johnny Gargano on a main roster, just as far as him as a face. um, Aleister Black uh, faced Elias. I think that, I think they, they whiffed on him on the first night. Um, They didn't get his camera work right. They didn't, they didn't, they didn't catch like Michael Cole called him dark and moody, which is like, almost felt like a joke in the promo they had him cut before they had before the Elias match started was like was terrible I was like what whoever wrote Alistair that night was just all bad and then and then I don't have a I usually have a problem with people going 50 50 but they're they're also I understand what the story they were trying to tell with the call-ups where it was like they're unlikely guys that are coming from a place where people think they're, they're developmental so it's good for them to work from under, you know, work from under and eventually win. I get that story. Elias is not the guy that does that. No, um, it should have been like a. I wouldn't even say Kurt Hawkins because that's who he should like. I I honestly feel like of all these matches, Alistair should have been in the squash if he was gonna have a, a competitive match the next night. Yeah, yeah, I think so, 100%. Quite honestly, they it should they have been the squash. They whiffed on him on Monday. I I think they did no they did him no favors on Monday that uh really kind of did like made him look cool at all. Like other than the, the entrance. I mean, he won, of course they all won, but I don't think it, it made him look any good. Yeah. Yeah. But but I think on Monday, before we get SmackDown, like Monday, Ricochet, he won the night on Monday. Uh, um, Braun Strowman, man. I don't even want to talk
1: about him. We don't got to talk about him. It was just Braun. It's just Braun and Baron. You don't got to talk about him. I really, you know, we don't got to talk about him. I, uh,
0: I, his stock has fallen very very he's selling injuries meals i mean
1: listen every big man has his day the undertaker was undertaker for as long as he was and, and kane was kane and big show was big show until they could not you can't just be the big monster anymore the multi-dimensional character has to kick in and as a face he has to you know he has to come from underneath and he has to show a little bit of vulnerability and this is kind of what it is. But at the same time, it's just this is such a low stock feud with this Baron Corbin that has gone on for so long. But it's like, who else do you put him against, honestly? Unless you turn him a heel. which they should. Which they shouldn't have, you know. The only reason that it happened was because of um Roman Reigns. Oh, is someone's car again broken into? So, um, uh, Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, because of the Brock Lesnar thing, and then they didn't even give him the match of Brock. So it's kind of like,
0: Ew. I wouldn't get. I wouldn't give him. a I wouldn't make him heal again, man. I, I wouldn't make him a heel again because it's like then it's like he's gonna have to start getting beat by the by the smaller guys that they're pushing.
1: He's a, he's going to. It's just it's not right if they make him heal again. I don't know. It, it is. We we'll just see what happens.
0: Yeah, sure. Uh, you know, th- these, these things kind of are cyclical. I, I think they, they can heat them up, you know, they can heat them up whenever, but my thing is, I don't, I don't think that the the magic that they had with him last year is there anymore. It's, it's right. gone. It's, yeah. it's definitely gone. Uh, but this this show was literally killed by this crowd all night. I felt as though they were in like a bingo hall. And a lot of people pointed out to me, a bingo hall would probably be louder than this. And they're correct.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, It'd be a little raucous, baby. It's better I'm
0: winning. They didn't even care about Ronda Rousey at the end of the of the show. What a what a weird positioning for Ronda at the end of the show there. No prior promos or anything. Just c- comes out cold against Ruby Riot. She had squashed Ruby the night before. Then they decided to give her a 10-minute match with Ruby that next night. Um, whatever, I guess. I, I, are, are you ready to just see her just like do something else? Um,
1: I think they're gonna have her on stall mode. I mean, there's a Ruby right thing, she just looks like for the Ruby right now looks like a jobber to the stars, like, she's just they build it up so they could just knock her down. I think it's quite honestly after this superstar shakeup they need to split up the riot squad because I think they do too. I, it, I- <laughs> it's just now it's just becoming detrimental and now it's just becoming it, it's actually holding them back instead of advancing them, which is kind of crazy to think.
0: I want uh, Ruby to be a face cuz I think she's way better as a face.
1: I think so too. I think so too. Um <sighs> This, this is a thing. Um, yeah, yeah she, no got her
0: kicked, she got her ass kicked the night before. Um, got her ass kicked again. Yeah, uh, no Becky. I'm pretty sure they're keeping her off TV. I'm pretty sure the Fast Lane thing is going to happen, and I think that the Ric Flair thing in in Atlanta will either set it up, and if they don't set it up there, Tuesday night they're going to be in Charlotte. So Woo. it's going to be set up. Yeah, it's going to be set up at one of those points. We we are what two weeks away, one week away from Fast Lane uh well two weeks away from fast lane so it's it's gonna happen sooner than later um well, this car alarm is blowing mine but what did someone try to is someone trying to like break in or is it is no driving?
1: it's just i don't know i don't wow. know um it's new york listen new in a few york. moments i I did like the little you like dean ambrose's now a face and kind of just like eh, just like slumming shl- it and just
0: <laughs> yeah i i think that dean ambrose as a face uh is as the goofy face like for someone who said they don't like hokey shit he seems to thrive in it and do very well he thrives in hokey shit like i i like him way better here as i did as like the the weird uh heel that he was for the past couple of months um i mean him losing to drew mcintyre in like two minutes whatever um yeah if, if he's not coming back, then that's where he should be slotted. Very concerned about Drew McIntyre, though. I, I think we should have a conversation about this guy in a couple a couple of weeks as well.
1: Mm. We, we might have to revisit that for sure. Um,
0: yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm very concerned about this guy.
1: Um, let, Let's see. Yeah, but that was, I mean... That was I pretty much raw. Yeah, yeah, I didn't have much other thoughts beside that. Um, Kevin Owens coming back. Looking forward to that's that. What,
0: Sasha, Sasha and Bailey cut a very awkward promo.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. And the Nia Jackson Tamina, yeah, uh, man,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh On the SmackDown, wait, wait, wait. way better. Go ahead.
1: I don't know if I want to spoil this thing. What's that about the, the 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 women's tag team titles? Um, they they're gonna show up on NXT. I mean, that's to me, that's great.
0: Yeah, I mean, it could be something. I don't know what it's gonna lead to, but uh they, they do sh- they will be showing up on NXT Sometimes and uh, work no pay, but yeah. Uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sasha and Bailey do show up. That that's one spoiler that I feel like people were waiting for. And uh like you, you will have to wait around four weeks. You wait, wait around a month, uh, and they'll show up, they'll be on NXT and you'll you'll get to find out what exactly is gonna happen there. But yes, they are uh they are going to be defending it uh and all brands. So oh, that's man cool.
1: they invented on imagine on takeover and then WrestleMania. Oof. So,
0: Sasha can't take a month off <laughs> after no. takeover.
1: That's true. That's true.
0: Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. Let's go on to SmackDown, which I thought was probably my favorite SmackDown of the year so far. I'll
1: see. Yeah. That it, I, I, it had a nice energy to it, didn't it?
0: Uh, I, once again, the show was built around the NXT invasion, so to speak. Um. So this on this night, you had Black coming out, uh, first against Andrade. They had a slobberknocker of a match. I fucking enjoyed this match. They had a ten-minute sprint. Uh, between black and andrade uh they're very familiar with each other you could tell from the match oh yeah very very good match um i think that they got everything right about him on smackdown (laughs) right down the commentary um Mm -hmm. even when the the, these are guys who have commentated for black before
1: yes these are nxt guys these aren't you know renee and michael trying to figure out what he looks based on his tattoos like yeah all that, all they were talking about Monday Night Raw is like his tattoos say that he's dark, and then it's just like, relax, come on.
0: Absolutely, I, I think that even you know from his entrance to when he stops at the at the at the uh, ramp and looks left and looks right, they got that perfect. Even when he flips down all of the angles were correct on, on, on Tuesday. And I hope they, if he's going to show up um, weekly now that they get this right on raw as well, because presentation is very important. And Alistair is, I'd say 50% presentation and 50% matches. Yep. And that's why I'm such a fan of his because his presentation to me always works. And he's, he's very, very like, this is a guy that doesn't smile. He He's very in character the whole time. And that's why I've, I've always said like, and don't, don't, you know, kill me for this. If they're going to miss taker and they're not going to have taker anymore he could fulfill that wild character that they, they need on, on, the, on the main roster where it's like this dark, ominous character. They, they all, you always need that. Uh, TNA had Abyss, you know, and shit like that. Like, they've, they've always I needed... I mean, now WWE has Abyss, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes, the Abyss is working backstage now. Uh, but I, I think Alistair's presentation is important, and I think putting him against someone... If you're not going to put him in a squash, put him against someone that it would make sense that he's going 50-50 against. and someone who knows him. Yeah, that's why I I honestly think Alistair should stay on SmackDown I mean I I wanted to talk about that who do you think should go where you want to talk about it after we run through their their second night yeah yeah yeah. let's talk about it Uh, we had DIY versus The Bar in a very scary match Uh, Champa and Sheamus almost injured each other in this match
1: I mean well listen things go wrong um I can't say you know it. It looked very the the match didn't look you know as crisp as it as it should have. But I mean, I thought it was still a good match. I mean, albeit you know near injury injury you know moments aside, I thought it was a good match. I thought it was these small guys against these large bullies, and that's kind of what DIY is kind of should be personified as right like these guys that people aren't they don't take seriously because they're so small and they're so tiny but at the end of the guy at the end of the day that these guys are technically sound and they can wrestle and they're really really good at what they do and they're really really good at being the underdogs quite frankly um underestimate them if you will but diy knows how to win and that's really i think what they should be characterized but you know just the NXT baggage itself doesn't lend itself to the main roster and kind of believing that. But I thought it was a good match, but, you know, know, it looked like Tommaso Ciampa injured his knee. It looks like Sheamus almost injured his back. Like, it's... it's, No,
0: I was like, what the hell happened here? And the thing is, Ciampa, you shouldn't have been trying to do that shit. What was you doing?
1: I mean, I'm sure he's done it before. Like, come on. Give him a... He's a veteran. Like, just things go wrong. I... If he, you know... If it messes up another time, then I say, like, all right, that's that's kind of scary, but yeah, I
0: mean he's well they seem they seem fine, so that's good. Uh so next up we had Ricochet versus Eric Young in these and the, the kind of like the same position that Alistair was in uh <laughs> on Monday, where it was just like I thought that the match was it was it was competent, you know, it was it was sound, but it was still like this isn't a guy that should be working with Ricochet.
1: <laughs> Yo, I found out. I, 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 for the love of God, and me, I've spaced out on Eric Young Stable's name. Uh, sanity, uh, sanity. There we go. I spaced. I couldn't remember it for nothing, man. And I like those guys. It's kind of weird because as as like non-threatening as they are on the main roster, um, I think they're talented, and I think when they, I think they have something to bring in terms of just. They're not the same tag team that there is on kind of on every other show. They they deal with the they move with a sort of a bit of a chaos and all this other stuff. I actually do kind of like what they offer, but the you know, just in terms of this Ricochet match, uh yeah. I mean it is it was what it
0: was. It was what it was.
1: And he I, had a body and Ty Dillinger quit. You know what I'm saying? Like
0: <laughs> it, that that's what should have been a squash, but I feel like they're trying to get the chummy relationship with fan on Raw there and Ricochet does things with sanity here or something like that. I feel like they're gonna they're gonna have like weird storylines and it makes it weird because they're the only ones that are allowed to jump brands when no one else can. Yeah, it's kinda of <laughs> weird. It's weird.
1: you um, guys still haven't figured it out yet, but you know, it is what it is.
0: But as far as where they should go, I'll, I'll give my, my thoughts here. Uh, Black should stay on SmackDown. I think that just, it just looks good for him. He's, he's a spectacle. And the way that Nakamura and Asuka are where he, he can literally cut that promo with some, some uh, smoke behind him mm-hmm. and he'll be fine. He doesn't need to be on the show every week. Um, and SmackDown has always been good With those types of characters In my opinion Yeah I feel like DIY If they're going to stay as tag teams They need to go to Raw If they're going to break up them, If they're going to break them up Champa should go to SmackDown And Gargano should go to Raw Oof, Oof. Um, Yeah, I know Big, that's... big no, People that's... are going to hate that People are going to hate that But I feel like I feel like Raw is always missing That type of babyface character um, and, and to me Sammy can't go like that no more Mm. Sammy's not that no more to oh, me. Oh shit! There we are again. All right, um, uh, let's but, go before someone breaks into my house. Um, <laughs> uh, Ricochet, I think he should stay. Uh, Ricochet should, should be on Raw. He's a, he's a Raw guy. I think Ricochet is a, is a Raw guy.
1: You know, I'm going to agree with you. I think Ricochet is a raw guy. Yeah, is a SmackDown guy. I could see Ricochet, you know, invading the Intercontinental title scene and possibly even being a tag team auxiliary player and maybe even going for, you know, flirting with the Universal Championship once that gets off Brock. Um, I could see Alistair Black and Daniel Bryan easily. Easily, yes. I can see it easily. Just It just makes sense. It just is, it's, you know... It's SummerSlam. Yeah, something along those lines. I could just see one, two, three. Um, in terms of DIY, yeah, if they stick together, I'm saying Monday Night Raw. If they're not together, I'm probably going to go the other way, which is Gargano on SmackDown and uh, and um, Chompa on Raw. But I think they both could be on Raw. Quite, I mean, SmackDown doesn't need anybody. They can barely fit in what they have. I mean, you know, SmackDown doesn't need anybody, I think. Um, Raw more needs the bodies because what they have sucks. Um, is that a different alarm? That is nuts. I think there's it, it must be
0: two cars next to each other. <laughs> um, uh, back through uh, SmackDown Mandy versus Asuka. It looks to be Asuka's either long term program into Mania or her program going into fast Lane. I she hope did. not,
1: but you
0: know, oh my god, Asuka lost on TV. Oh but my
1: w, god, the way things happen now is just now I expect Asuka to lose the belt. I just do, I just do.
0: Really? Yeah,
1: I do. I actually do. Like, I just expect her to lose the belt. I expect I them to go into the elimination
0: chamber. I don't think you have her beat Becky to do that, to have her have a, a reign like that. Nah, I don't think you do that. I think there's still some juice in that reign. They, they're they just so worried about uh, Becky, Charlotte, Ronda right now. that they, I mean, and rightfully so. I just, you know. She's not going to lose the belt. Mm-hmm. She's not gonna lose the belt. Chill out. You're, you're, you're fine. She's gonna be fine. All right. Well, and she's not gonna lose it at peasy ass fast lane. Well, on. you never know. She's gonna be fine. You never know. All right. Have some faith. Have some faith in them. I would like to, but you know. All right, all right. Uh, the road of WrestleMania, the road to WrestleMania goes through Fast Lane, of course. And the WWE title match for Fast Lane for SmackDown is Kofi Kingston versus Daniel Bryan. Uh, I've had a lot of words about this. I've, yes had you a have. Of, I've had a lot of feelings about this. Yes, you have. Allow me, to clarify, allow, allow me to clarify what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, please do.
0: You know, Mills, that I am not saying I don't want Kofi Kingston to win. You know this, right? Uh, You yes. know I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm not saying I don't want Kofi to win the title at sure. some point. I do know that there is no way that he's winning the title, having a one-month reign, losing it, and that there is a way that anyone is okay with that. No, there's no, I wouldn't be okay with that. I think that a lot of the rea- the, the outrage and fear and, and all that stuff is coming from a very, very like, like wrestling, the social discourse on wrestling or on, on the internet at least is so like, there is no middle ground. There is, there's either extreme dislike or extreme love and like extreme support or extremely, we're not fucking with you anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like you see it with like, the Forgotten Sons, people call them the MAGA sons. They've never, these guys have never done anything to, to even let you think that they were they were racist. <laughs> That's just literally their characters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's shit like that. It's like it's either one way or the other way. The Kofi thing to me is like I understand building up these people and making you believe in, in, in this this one this one character who's been around for a very long time. That's a great and harrowing story. It's becoming where it's like, man, if you do not give them the title, then any everything's fucked up. No, nothing is right anymore. If he doesn't win the title here, nothing. Nothing's right anymore. If he doesn't win the title at Fastlane and go to the main event, the title th- that's fucked up. That's fucked up. And it's starting to become, and it's starting to become sinister to a point where it's like, I feel like people are going to start to twist it in a way that WWE isn't meaning them to twist it in. If he doesn't win this title at Fastlane, I don't think he's going to. But I feel like if they do, you know, what the, you know what their narrative is going to be. Uh-huh. You already know what the, you already know what they're going to pull out. And the thing that's funny is that. Someone even said this on Twitter. This is full circle. Like he's going against Daniel Bryan. Y'all love him. So you're going to go against him too? Like it's, it's like, I know that we're at the cusp of something great. There are so many African-American superstars on that level that deserve an opportunity and that are getting an opportunity. I think with Kofi, I don't think right now is, it's going to happen. And I think that people should curb their, on, on both ends, curb their expectations for what it is. He's going to have a fucking excellent match. It's going to make the New Day look great. And he's gonna get the title down the road. I would honestly say do it at Money in the Bank and have him win it there. But not now, not at all. Uh uh. I I just think that there's a lot of this isn't me like being like contrarian about it. It's like people are being so up in arms about the shit. It's just like, yo, yo, y'all didn't give a fuck a month ago. If you keep it 100, it would have been Mustafa Ali in this position. Then what?
1: i'll uh, I'll say this in terms of just in response to that um I think a lot of I think a lot of what Kofi Kingston represents is kind of how we used to sort of view wrestling as kids, and it is someone who we feel has deserved someone who we feel has fought and someone who is finally getting the opportunity. And we would no matter, no matter what we're not even thinking of storylines anymore. We're not even thinking of the meta aspect of it. We just want him to win and we just want him to just, you know, and I'm not j- talking and, to y'all. No, uh, well, I understand, but it's uh, in terms of that, I just want to continue and just say, I think everyone is caught up In just a wave of momentum. I mean, you look at Kofi Kingston's career for the past decade and change. I mean, the man, this is his first one-on-one opportunity for the championship, I think, ever. I know it's definitely on a pay-per-view, but it may be ever. So this is someone who's been, you know, who has been a major player and who has garnered the support. I mean, the man, it's not like the man has ever fallen off crazy. He's been popular for the last decade. And this is somewhere where people see it. A lot of fans see it. A lot of fans are whipped up in it. And it's not just black fans, because I heard the entire New Orleans kind of going up for Kofi Kingston. So I can't just say, like, yo, it's just black fans who wants to see another black champion. I think this is fans just in general caught up in the whirlwind of it all. And it's the same whirlwind that Daniel Bryan was caught up in. It's the same whirlwind that Becky Lynch was caught up in. It's the same whirlwind as that. People the same as Eddie Guerrero, same as a lot of different things that we kind of experienced over the last few years, where they kind of got this natural organic rise. And you have this contender that we haven't seen before. I mean, but this could have very well okay this very well could have been this very you're, well could have been AJ be versus okay
0: with this is him having it for a month. You're not gonna be okay with that.
1: I don't really care. I'll be honest with him. Uh, I'll be honest with you. If he won, I'm excited. If he loses, I get it. But at the same time, I, if, if you're asking me who do I want to win at Fastlane, I want Kofi Kingston to win. That's what I do. Deep down in my heart, I want him to win. I know it's just like beyond the fact it's like, oh, yeah, it could be over in a month. Oh, it could be over the next night. I've watched Christian, who I wanted to become champion, win the championship and literally lose it five days later. And that's just the name of the game. But I think the moment that people look forward to is that moment where Kofi Kingston wins or, or and at least being able to visualize it without it kind of being cluttered. Because you know what? People, wrestling fans are going to be mad anyway. I, I, I 100% agree with you on that aspect. They're going to be mad anyway. They're going to make
0: the, the narrative, man.
1: They're going to make the narrative. I 100% agree with you. But I think generally, genuinely, genuinely, people want to see Kofi Kingston win. And they understand. I think they understand that maybe it's not his time to win. And I don't think people will be completely outraged if he doesn't win in a sort of Daniel Bryan fashion. I don't. I think people will understand it because once again, it's still it's, it's Kofi Kingston. He's not fully you know, adjusted to the main event. He's having this sort of whirlwind Cinderella fairy tale kind of run right now. And it's going amazing for him. I do think I agree with you. If it happened later months, it can still be great. If you manage to sustain Kofi Kingston for the next five to six months and he wins the championship, that will be an earned championship. And I think everyone will go up for it even more than if he did at Fastlane.
0: I I don't I don't think that we should be settled on. Him winning it at a at a B show. I, I
1: don't think th- it's settling because it's just be, people want him to win. How many opportunities do you get? Like literally, how many opportunities do you get? You're not gonna get this opportunity. This could have very well been Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles, it, it, and I'm sure it would have been. I, I would have. Sort
0: of- if so, I didn't have to hear this discourse. I would have fucking rather it be.
1: Mm. I, uh, we would have complained terrible. about. We would have complained about that though. I, I mean, I'm I'm. I love the opportunity that Kofi Kingston's getting right now because it's a one in a lifetime opportunity and these are guys that you just want to see win. It's, it's it's not even more about like who deserves it or what storyline this ends up being. It's more about the guys who deserve it and seeing them win. It's the feeling that, you know, people got when, you know, and we talk about this on the NXT today, um, Velveteen Dream won the North American championship. People who you just want to see win, who deserve to win. That's kind of what the feeling is. It's really just a feeling. And and I think that's the most beautiful part about all this to me, because it's not something that's been cultivated. It's not something where he's been positioned and it's just like, well, AJ Styles is this month and, you know, they're setting up for Alistair down the day. And this is something completely organic. This is something that came out of nowhere because two weeks ago, you're right. It wouldn't have been Kofi. It would have been a Mustafa Ali. But guess what? It's Kofi, and people are loving it. That's what I love most about this. So I want Kofi to win. I'll just say it. I want Kofi to win at Fastlane. If he doesn't win, it's not the end of the world. But I would love if he won. I'm just saying that. I agree.
0: You know? Sure. Uh, that was. Oh wow! So dismissive. That was sm- I, I don't. I really don't. I.
1: It's. I, I. I understand what you. I understand what you're going. It, what you're saying.
0: It's, it's tiring. It's like come on.
1: Just let, be, let let people be kids again, bro. That's what I'm saying. Let people be kids again. Let people be caught up in professional wrestling in the way they haven't before. And the oh, way you can't and way you, can't, you and, but and the leave. way you can't really be now because of the internet. But I also, you know, and this is me, this is me just because I'm just so I understand all points of view on most things. Um, this is me wwe gearing up for but he if he doesn't win it's you know still you know racism and no blacks have been wwe champion and blah blah blah, blah. like it's still that i i i I can see that coming but at the same time it's like yo
0: without seeing ricochet being positioned to be the next top star on, on the shows and you know it's 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 honestly like Frustrating. i feel like people don't see where i'm coming from that that's what's the frustrating I feel like people are
1: caught up and people are caught up in just the feeling of it all that's what i'm saying people are caught up in being kids again and just cheering for people and and, and cheering on a bachelor leave without having to you know think of some ulterior motive of what this sets up for and who does this and why this doesn't work for mania things like that um and I think WWE's capitalizing on that, quite honestly. And I think they're good for capitalizing on it because this also could have been Kofi Mania. I mean, whether it happens at WrestleMania or not, um,
0: you know, it's still good. It's still good for the for the world.
1: It's still good. It's still good. And I think, honestly, if it doesn't happen at WrestleMania, it might still help us cause for later down the line.
0: Exactly what I'm saying. Uh so yeah, that that was the a huge week in wrestling and, and a wonderful first episode on our new channel. Few, th- uh, few,
1: few things, few things. First of all, oh wait, okay, 205 five live, another tournament. Oh yeah. <laughs> <Another laughs> I have watched that show in a month. <laughs> I, I watched it last night. I watched Mark Mike Kalenis, Canellus. Canellis, another Kanellis. AEW watch, uh, AEW watch provocateur. Um <laughs> Go, go have a pretty good match with Cedric, quite honestly. I'll give that all to Cedric, Did though. Did he win? Did he win? No, he didn't win. No, of course not. Um, what would he win with? Does he have a finishing move? Like, what does he end matches with? Um, um, but it was a pretty good match. I would actually say it's probably the best Mike Kanellis match I've ever seen. Um,
0: oh, good on him.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yes, they're going to have another tournament to determine who's going to face, what's his face, at uh, Buddy Murphy at WrestleMania. WrestleMania. So, you know, 205 Live gets hard on for tournaments, man. That's their thing. That's their bread and butter. And also NXT um, mentioned it just a couple minutes ago. Velveteen Dream, new North American champion. So maybe... We can stop that awkwardness with Shawnee Gargano carrying it
0: everywhere. <laughs> um, I, I think this will actually make his main roster storyline and the storyline of building even better if they yeah, continue to if they continue to have these guys team. Um I, I do love what uh, you guys can watch can go see the spoilers. You know where to find the spoilers at. But I, I do like spoilers the day. Are fantastic. I think it's going to be a fantastic seven weeks on NXT, and um, I'd say that you should start watching. Well, I mean, this these, these tapings are still really good and they are still going on. Um, but yeah, continue to watch uh, NXT. I think it's whenever it's mania season, that's when the shows get really good.
1: And the shows are fantastic, man. Yeah, everything except that. everything except that Pat guy joining the broadcast team. I am not for that.
0: I gotta hear it. Gotta hear it. Gotta hear it first. No,
1: uh, I I can do without that.
0: that no, you're I'm right. Breaking. You're right, fuck him. Uh yeah, that is that is episode 70 of the A Show. Uh check us out. At RNC Radio Live for all the latest and greatest of uh, on this show. Uh, as as always, follow us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Google Play, and Stitcher as well. Make sure that you leave a subscription and leave a comment and rate us on iTunes. We need to we need to know what you guys like. You know, we got we got to know.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, quite honestly, I mean, we should have said this at the beginning of the show, definitely. But please subscribe and share and like at least so we can sort of bump up the show. So when people search for it, they can at least say like, "Oh, that's a show" because. Right Right now, you know, we're new, we're brand new, we're fresh out the thing. You can't really search for something. You kind of have to have the link. So please do share that link. Please let people know. Five stars, subscribe, all that other stuff. We're bringing you the amazing content on the way to WrestleMania. Um, we're going to have the Mark Madness coming up next month. We're going to have Kazim here next month talking to us. We're going to have WrestleMania coming up. We're going to have a whole bunch of different things. There's Spot Callers coming up next month, like this month. Oh, shit. Actually,
0: uh, uh, actually, Spot Callers is, is dropping next week. So Spot Callers uh, Stardom. Boom, baby! Show. come yes. on
1: talk about it so we got all that coming on the a show feed so and, talk about it
0: and and uh this week on rnc in specific uh we have the anniversary the one-year anniversary of rsbn with mark and jeff very proud of these guys very very proud and it's an excellent show as well um we also shout out have, to amp yeah shout out to amp yes we also speaking of amp R A O P gaming uh that episode's going up going crazy uh with reviews on kingdom hearts 3 and Resident Evil 2. We also have the Perfect Play podcast dropping this Friday. Uh, what? A, oh, we have late fees. Holy shit, Meals, me and you have already talked this week.
1: <laughs> yes, um, so we have late fees coming up. If you like the way me and Justin talk to each other, you can listen to us talk to each other on the late fees because this week we had a special crossover episode. You looked at the lookout earlier this week and we have Fifi from the Cable Box and late fees. Um, this Friday, we will have late fees, which we'll be talking about the infamous movie, Dragon Ball Evolution, <laughs> with myself and Jeff, members of the lookout, you know, dropping in to talk with Cam, Pat, and, and yourself um, on just what the hell that movie was and why did it exist.
0: It's a hilarious episode. I was, I was listening to it today. And we also do some really great fantasy booking on uh, a potential new Dragon Ball Z live-action movie. So you do not want to miss what we think was going to happen. And who do you think... You'll never believe who you think is going to side with disney here (laughs) you'll never guess never uh you'll never guess uh we also have two belts this weekend right rose
1: yes you have two belts this weekend we got a lot coming up we got a you know new offset album we have the new actually a new lot of things new two chains announces album we're going to talk about a lot of rap this week so you know stay wrapped up stay two belts uh
0: yes yeah. sir and uh f- and then that wraps us up for this week uh once again thank you for listening to the a show make sure you follow us again subscribe everything all of that shit uh we'll see you next week on a new episode of the a show until next time peace i don't know what to say anymore yeah it's uh, it's, it's, it's i mean research date looks seems to be a little dead now you gotta find a new uh sign off
1: just do it's one me- more to be continued. To be continued. That's what I'll say. That's you should.
0: The, the sign off should be Bad Bunny. Well, <laughs> well, now you're stealing my sound out. All right. Well, then- <laughs> all right. All right. We'll figure it out. All right. Till next time. Square up. Clear. Square up. Subscriber. <laughs> square up. How about that? Subscriber. <laughs> square up. I like that. I like that. Subscriber. Square up. People. Peace out.